is, am I, do I need to start again? Oh, well, absolutely. Um, <laughs> that, was pretty, that was good. Okay. <laughs> One optimistically depressed is back. I'm back. Things are going okay. We've got a new studio, and I'm hanging out here with Mark. What's going on? And I've been really looking forward to this moment for a while now. But I I needed a break, and so I took the break. You yeah. The return is now. It was. Uh was it May, your last episode? I think it was either May or June. May or June. Yeah. So obviously there was the pandemic, so that played a part. Yes. But uh, this uh, episode is kind of a update, refresher, get everyone back in the groove. I'm joining for my third time. Yeah. But I'm more of just... Uh, He's acting as a security blanket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> security blanket, fly on the wall, facilitator, whatever you like. Yeah just so I have someone to talk to while I'm talking to all of you so that I can give you an update on what's going on, what I've been up to. How many made you, geez, half a year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been like a half a year. Time flies. Yeah, time does fly, especially especially when you're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> You'd think it, well, it was a little slow when we were completely locked down. but March never ended. That, well, my birthday was the beginning of the end for the world, apparently. Yeah. So you had your one last hurrah, and then everything changed. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, we're lucky to live in the Atlantic bubble, which apparently, according to our local newspapers, is the safest place in the world. Yeah. So we, uh, we're kind of lucky that we're able to, to be in this, this room, this new studio here together. Yes, we are some of the lucky few that can actually go out and have some normalcy because mm-hmm. we are so already isolated from the rest of the world here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel much different. It doesn't feel that much different, except for you wear masks everywhere. And you can't dance. <laughs> and you can't dance. We essentially live in the town of Footloose. That is exactly where we live. Kevin Bacon, we need you. <laughs> I, I haven't even seen that movie. What do they do? How do they- I don't- I either apparently it's a classic everyone has to see it but I, I haven't seen it i just like to reference it yeah i feel like that one had more to do with religion than a I virus think, but uh, yeah yeah but i mean some could argue well <laughs> right my virus Anyways. i mean now now i'm going after religion so no, yeah sorry no, not that's that's part three of this episode we gotta yeah we're gonna ease, we're gonna here. ease into that <laughs> but, uh yeah, I mean, sorry, you go ahead. This is your podcast. But what uh, you took the break, and obviously, you know, there were pandemic parts, but pandemic there were parts. some other parts, I assume. Yeah. That, so, I mean, and I know that this is the case for like everyone. So much happened over the past six months. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to say, though, I've missed all of you. Like, I really have. Uh, but I have been like, I had to unplug from. Pretty much everything I was, I was inactive on like social media as optimistically depressed. Um, didn't really check my email, and 
uh, ended up having to get back in touch with my doctor and discuss medication and readjust that, kind of add another medication in. And then I had to, and then I decided it was best to um, go back to therapy, which I was kind of already in a therapy, but I went um, back to a psychologist. Okay. Um, a new psychologist who I absolutely love and have been able to uh, discuss some pretty deep stuff with. Another thing, like, so I think what was really happening was that I was starting to have some recovered memories Mm -hmm. of, like, of traumas, and it was something that I just didn't really know what to do with, so I just kind of, like, left it, and then the pandemic hit, and then it was just, like, it was just a perfect recipe for things to just start falling apart and me to just kind of get quite uh overwhelmed Mm -hmm. so I needed to just stop and like I had this like dream of getting everything back together and feeling just like everything was back and ticking and ticking well (laughs) that sounds like ticking bomb (laughs) this does not give the impression that I'm hoping to give right now (laughs) the exact opposite but it's fine the exact opposite of that but um now I'm just realizing, of course, that's not going to happen. Life is always going to be messy. You're always going to be having things that are going to come up and you're just going to try to like handle it the best that you can that day and then give yourself as many resources as you can to make it so that you can handle it easier and easier or better and better. Uh, so, I mean, I was just talking with Mark this morning as I cried before this podcast started saying that, so yeah, things are still pretty overwhelming, but it's just, we've had a lot of really great things change as well. Mm-hmm. So... I, um, we moved. You moved into a beautiful house. Yeah. I still haven't been there, but. I know. Soon. Soon. For sure. Yeah. And it's near a lake. We can actually see it from the house. Can you access it from the house? Yes. So we crossed the road. We have deeded access to the lake. Yeah. We got a couple kayaks. Very nice. And it's like, it's magical. Like I still in the morning when I wake up and I go downstairs and I like look at the lake, I'm just like, I can't believe I live here. That's one thing that I tried to do a little bit. Well, I think a lot of people did at the beginning of the pandemic was just like getting out for walks, like just getting out of your house out of isolation. And I personally kind of carried that into the summer when we had a bit more freedom. I went on way more hikes than I normally had. And it just, it feels so good. It's instant. Like being out in nature for an afternoon. Yeah. You just feel rejuvenated. You feel refreshed. It's, it's yeah. quite and it's, nice. And it's grounding. It helps everything mm-hmm. feel a little bit clearer. Absolutely. You're one of those people that goes out in the field in their bare feet. And they're like, <laughs> I'm grounding myself. I'm grounding myself. I am Actually, one with the earth. You know what? I am becoming that person. Nothing I totally am. I'm becoming that person. The power of the mind. The power of the mind. And uh, I was going to say something, but then I was like, that's a total lie. I'm not going to say that. Um, I've been exploring new ways to take care of myself. And it's been quite fruitful for the most part. And do do tell. Do tell. So, so I did. I did talk about this in the spring because this is when I took when I took the course. But I did take this course that a friend had actually given me as a gift, and it was called How to Wild, which I know like when I heard the name of the course, if I didn't have so much respect for my friend and know that 
they were actually like, obviously if there was something that they wanted me to do, it was because it was a good thing and that, you know, it would be really helpful. I wouldn't have gone for it because that name scares me. How to wild. It's just like, what are you going to have me do? And party. <laughs> just party so hard. Party hardy. <clears throat> I can't believe I just said that. And it was. You obviously haven't read the book. I probably, I have not. Party hardy. I didn't even know it was a book. What do you go to bed at like nine? Yeah, that's my goal. Hmm. I used to. I'm getting back there. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm almost 34. <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> it's like, it's the tipping point. Like it's when you're just like, early bedtime sounds pretty good to me. That's fair. Yeah. And so uh, throughout this course, I just learned about, it was when where I learned about all these new techniques of how to like different ways of meditating. Like when I thought of meditation before, it was always a very still thing, but it this actually had more actions to meditations and different exercises that really like invite you to listen to yourself, which is something that I've spent my entire life not doing, like learning to not do mm-hmm. because of uh, just because like, I think this is something that happens to a lot of us where you have an experience and you feel like it's wrong, but then somebody else who's like this authority in your life is like, no, this is okay. Or no, you're making a big deal. You're being dramatic. And so then you, so then you learn to not trust your instincts. And so that's what happened to me. And so whenever I had this feeling of anything that was like, this seems off, it'd be like, well, obviously you're wrong. So you should just do the opposite of what your instinct is telling you. And then, and that's led me into so many harmful situations. And it's still something that I'm like, it's funny because now it's something that I'm fighting against. I'm fighting against my instincts to ignore my instincts. (laughs) So... But at least now I'm recognizing that and really trying to actually just like listen to what I'm telling me. And so this course had a lot of that. And there was this one, like there was this one practice that I will share with you, but it's deeply personal. And the reason why I'm sharing it is because I really do believe that it will be helpful to people, some people who are listening. And so like I have alluded to the fact that I was abused uh, growing up. And like, so part of that was sexual abuse and I've been assaulted, um, a few times and, uh, and that stuff is starting to come to the surface again. And it's obviously very painful. And I know that when we have traumas happen to us, a lot of, a lot of these defense mechanisms kick in and they are actually, as I'm learning from my psychologist, these are really good defense mechanisms to help us through that initial, that initial slap in the face, like this trauma, because you need to survive it. So your body is going to do whatever it takes to just make it so that you can walk out of that. And so that, that is really good. That's really helpful. And that is like something that we really do need to thank ourselves for. But then after that, you know, there is other work that needs to be done. And when it's not done, it does result in some unhealthy patterns. And those were patterns that I'd definitely been, uh, had, have gotten into. And 
there are patterns that I'm still working on undoing. Uh, and I, I get the impression that this probably is something that I'm never going to fully get out of. And so then part of it is just like coming to like making peace with the fact that these are patterns that I am always going to be working on redoing and, uh, and, and just being okay with that because it is all part of the process. And we all have these things that we're working on trying to rewrite or make these new habits and knee jerk reactions. And we're not always going to be successful. So, a big part of that, a big part of that for me is just making peace with that. And then, but doing what I, what I know and doing what I can, trying to figure out what I don't know, relying on people that I trust to help me. And, uh, so a big part of that has been reassessing the people in my life and, um, and really trying to trust the people that I know I trust. And that's been really difficult because part of it is it's like you feel like I like I'm a people pleaser, definitely. And I want to do things that I know will help people feel good and like know their worth. But part of that is uh, one of the unhealthy ways that I go about that is that I try to give them a piece of me that I value and let them do with it what what they wish to help them feel better. And obviously, that's not something that's going to treat me well. That's not a way that I'm loving myself. And uh, and that's a lot to put on a person, too. And um, so I'm learning to, to reassess my trust, reassess the people that I have in my life. And acknowledge that everyone is valuable. Everyone means something, something very important. That doesn't mean that, uh, that doesn't mean that I give them a place in my life. And that is a constant battle because I really do like feel love for almost everyone. (laughs) Mm. So So I've been really leaning more on, yeah, uh, specific people and uh, trying to work through that trauma. So that resulted when uh, something happened in the spring, which I'm not going to get into, but it was, uh, it was something that really made me stop and be like, what's happening? What am I doing? And like, obviously I'm not taking care of myself. So then it made me start to really get more serious about my mental health. And it's so funny, like I have this podcast where I'm trying to be this person that like advocates for mental health. And it's something that I still just like really struggle to maintain. And it's just like, I feel like because I'm this person that like represents mental health, I need to be there to be this like source of strength for other people who are struggling with their mental health but the thing is like I have diagnosed depression (laughs) and I've got a lot of things on my plate like I'm trying to do this podcast because I'm passionate about it uh but like I've got three kids and we just moved and 
my and some of my kids have like things going on in their lives that they really need to lean on me for and I need to be there to let them lean on me and it takes a lot of energy from me so I need to be much more selective about where I'm putting my energy and unfortunately that means that I can't put it in all the places that I want to and that means that I can't put it like into other people that aren't my kids and like aren't my like select few people that I'm like, okay, I'm, I am going to put my energy into you. And that, that goes against everything that my counter instincts tell me. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, um, but, uh, so for a while then I did have to just kind of like abruptly stopped, abruptly stop. I wanted, and I talked to you about this when I was like, when I was taking a step back, I wanted to put out a thing that just kind of explained what was going on. But the truth was, I just didn't have it in me to do that. I didn't have the energy, like it was gone. And, um, so I was just trying to make sure that I was taking my medication on time. And making sure that I was doing something to help fill me back up every day. And so that actually headed into something that was really cool. Like, so I started to just do things that I liked just because I liked them. I find that one thing that I did all the time and I still like tend to do, but really am aware of now is when I am doing something that I enjoy, I'm kind of like, okay, well, like, is it actually helping with accomplishing these things that have to get done every day. And so it's kind of like, is that helping with housework? Is that helping with my podcast? Is that helping with things that are going on with the kids or with Sean or whatever? And then, and then it's like, well, if it's fun, it can't be good. So I should probably stop doing that. And then it's like, I actually suck all the life out of myself. (laughs) So like, I realized that I do this to myself. And so I started to make a list of things that I just enjoy. And then I just did them. And it was like, I did, and it was like, I had to just be like, the reason why I'm doing this is, is because I like doing it. And that's a good enough reason. So I realized that one of my favorite things to do is flip through magazines. So then I was like, all right, I like magazines. And I know that people, you know, magazines are kind of becoming the thing that aren't as big of a deal anymore. And generally people are like, why would I get a magazine? I can go on Pinterest or I can go just like search it up on the internet. I really enjoy it. And so I actually just started getting magazines and I then spent like a few months, several months figuring out what magazines I really like. (laughs) And I found two magazines that I really enjoy and I got a subscription to one of them. Chatelaine. (laughs) <laughs> nope, not Chatelaine. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. It's uh, HGTV. Um, Living. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. HGTV, like. Uh, home and Garden. A, like a home HGTV network magazine where it's like, um, it's like a, it's a decorative, like home decorative. Home and Garden. No? It's not, not Home and Garden. Wait, that's Home and Garden television. Is that what that is? Okay, it's just an HGTV decorative magazine. Cool. And it's like, I just freaking love it. And so I got a subscription because I'm like, I enjoy flipping through this more than once. And I like to dog ear the pages and be like, I like that. (laughs) I know, right? And it's just like so simple and kind of like, there's part of me that's just like, that's so stupid, Ruth. But it is a big deal to me. I really enjoy it. And then I discovered that I also really like cooking. And 
I found this like food magazine that um, I also really liked. I liked every recipe in it. So I'm thinking about maybe getting a subscription to that. And that yeah. resulted in me trying new recipes and enjoying food much more, becoming a little bit of a food snob because I go to restaurants and I eat something and I'm kind of like, I could make this better at home. Are you going to start that uh, cooking show or what? <laughs> so I think, I think so. I'm trying to like really like think about this and be like, is this realistic? Am I going to have the time to do this? Is it going to mm. add to my joy? I think that it will. <laughs> So well, I kind of want to. Like, I wish we could just snap our fingers and then like the set's ready and you're like, here's it. All right. Perfect. We've got all our stuff prepped. Like I we're know. ready to go. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a fair amount of work, but it could be something that, you know, you do one stream a, a week kind of thing. And yeah. I was thinking maybe. Where it goes, like on a weekend or something like that. Yeah. Either on a weekend or maybe I can set aside a morning each That's week. the other thing. There could be a lot of stay at home parents that are looking for content. Yeah, so I'll, I can test it out. I can play around with it, see what works. Right, and I'm pretty sure now everyone's a stay-at-home person because everyone stays yeah. at home. <laughs> everyone's home. <laughs> so I think maybe this is much more of a realistic idea for us. Uh, yeah. And, anywho, I digress. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I, I want to do that, and uh, on uh, on Twitch. Yeah, on Twitch, which is not just for gamers anymore, apparently. No, it's opening up to the rest of us. Can't so wait. <laughs> that, that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. The new yeah. house has a great kitchen too. It's a perfect so setup. It's, it's a, nice a perfect island. setup. I know. Oh my gosh. Like the island. I love it. I love it because I get to cook and visit with people at the same time. It's like the best. That's what it's all about. Right? Kitchen parties. Kitchen parties. Creating that community. Caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caring through food. Caring. Eating your feelings. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think... Yeah, so, I, yeah, just, like, little things. And, like, while I was writing the list, I was like, I like writing lists. So I added that to the list. <laughs> but it was just, like, you, a lot You of, okay over there? I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I think I'm going to need to take another six-month break. <laughs> anyway, I, these things, it's, like, but they, they make me happy to even just talk about them. That's good. So that's really nice. But, yeah, so I've been on this quest of just trying to figure out, like, Trying to aim away from these these ideas of what I need to do in order to like make myself matter and get back into what makes me feel like life matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important because as many people with depression know, that question, why does life even matter, is something that we that will roll around in our heads yeah. a lot. And that's not just people with depression, I think a lot of us are guilty of just getting stuck in our own head and just running through the thoughts and just getting stuck and digging that hole and and everything seems so much worse than it may be. And it's it's tough to get out of that. It's it's yeah, it's kind right. of like it's a it's a human condition almost. Like you said, we have defense mechanisms, but then after a while those defense mechanisms almost sabotage us in some ways. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's it's fascinating to me. I, yeah, I mean, the brain is still the final frontier. Oh, the brain in space. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Both the same thing. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they are. Simulation? Anyone? No, I'm sure. <laughs> this podcast just took a turn. We're going to get into some conspiracy theories. 
Uh, when are you starting that scary story podcast? A scary story podcast. That's another. See, I have all these things. I'm just like, that would be fun to do. Am I, I going to actually do it? I don't know. If there was more time in a day. If there was more time in a day where I could actually do things uninterrupted, that would be really wonderful. So, yeah, lots of fun ideas. And I, I think that when the time's right, I will know. And then I will do it. Right. Then. But in the meantime... Optimistically depressed is Optimistically depressed back. is back. We're back. What do you have? Any big plans for the rest of the, the fall season? Yes. Was uh, it a surprise or what? <laughs> it's, some of them are. Some of them are things I'm pursuing and will shall stay between you and I for now. I wanted to bring it back to something that I talked to a while ago and I remembered that I actually did want to talk about it. It's deep again. It's like we're getting back into like some of the touch territory, but I want to say it because again, I think that it could be helpful to anyone listening that may have had similar experiences because you kind of learn to not trust your body as I was kind of saying before. And one of the exercises that I did in the How to Wild course was actually lay my hand on different parts, like, you know, my over my heart, on my stomach, like over my throat, and then just kind of like listening, which when I first heard like the instruction to do that, I was just like, wow, hokey pokey. And but I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm taking this seriously. Like I am going to to genuinely put myself into this and try and see because I was also at a point where I was feeling rather desperate to change the patterns that I was already in. So, so I did it and I laid very still and quietly and I just listened to, like I listened to what I had to say and a lot of the things that I heard were very surprising because I was not expecting me to be so safe. So, because like part of that, like part of being like assaulted or abused is that like you, you become very unsafe in your own body. Like you can't trust anything because like the thing, the one thing that you're supposed to be safe in has been invaded. And so now what? And that was kind of this lie that I had carried around with me for my life like this um just really believing that I had been robbed and that there was really no safe place for me so there was nowhere that I could go when I needed to be alone because everything had been touched and misused and so when I, I, so I didn't want to do this exercise too. So I think part of me being like, oh, this is hokey pokey was me trying to deflect because I was so afraid of what would happen. And I actually ended up crying for a while before I even tried it because it was just like opening up that door that I very, very carefully closed and hid. And so when I first laid my, I laid my hand over my womb, <laughs> Uh, it was <laughs> very upsetting. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was told from me, I'm a woman now, like I'm, I'm all grown up. And, you know, some of these ass assaults happened when I was an adult, but I was able to kind of say, you know, 
I, it was like, I, no, I, I am safe. Like I've, I've got this. I'm okay. Like I'm, I am really strong. I'm very resilient. And, um, one of the major, uh, coping mechanisms for trauma and when you're in abusive situations is to appease. And that was something that I really hated about myself. That was my, that was my mechanism. That was how I survived. And, um, and it made me believe that I really wanted to go along with everything because that's like you have to convince the person that that's what you want so that they'll be nicer and that will be over faster. And, as, and when things start when you're just a kid, that is a very like when you're a kid, you can't fight back. And so you do that to make you to keep yourself safe. And I really, really hated that about myself. And I still struggle with that a little bit. But um, as my therapist has been reminding me, that's, that was really, really smart and it was really strong. And that was like a huge, um, a huge illustration of resilience. And so when I was listening to my body, I was able to actually hear my body telling me, yeah, you were so strong. And like, you really, like, you really know how to handle things. And, um, and you are safe and I've got this and I do, I have things to say too. And what I say is, is okay. I am safe in saying those things. Mm-hmm. And it was enormously healing, but also did open up the gate, you know? And so I think that's what really kind of got me to that place where I really did need to take a break. Like I really needed to seriously step back and, I'm not going to promise that I'm not going to take any other breaks. <laughs> I'm starting to realize I really do need to treat myself like I'm a loved one that I'm caring for and um, and listen more and and really respect myself when I say, no, I can't. That's enough. I'm, I need to stop this now or I need to stop this for a bit. So that's going to be something that I'm actively working towards daily. And I'm not going to be great at doing it all the time. And and that's okay too. So yeah, this has been very much a time for me to really learn to like to accept myself and, and not like, and like stop that voice in my head that starts beating me up when I'm not doing what I feel like I should be doing. And just instead replacing that with you're doing your best and like, and that's good. You're doing really good. Like, just keep going. It's okay. Do you need a break? Like, take a break, take a little breather. That's okay. It'll help you reset. And then like just being very loving with myself. And that has, that has actually helped me be more productive, get more where I want to go. Cause like, if I'm my own worst enemy, where does that leave me? I've got to be my biggest fan. So yeah, absolutely. I'm working on that. That's great. I often find, I mean, I have a few friends, including yourself, of course, that struggle with mental illness. And I find very, very hard on themselves in the sense that they think they're weak and that they're not strong enough and they can't get through this. And I think, it's in my opinion, that people who struggle with a mental illness are some of the strongest people on the planet because unlike other people who have the privilege of going day to day and their brain's not fucking around with them, (laughs) 
they don't have to build up that strength, that, that wall, that, that force field. And so when, you know, say like now you're kind of recognizing that strength, but when you discount yourself, it's important to remember all those battles you've won. Thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> You're welcome. As a motorbike speeds down the motorcade. <laughs> it's so loud out there so today. Outrageous. It's like, crazy. It's a, is it because the air is like cold now and sound travels <laughs> through think, cold air? I think, yeah, there's not as much density from the humidity. Oh, the, it's going to be water a long, the air. cold, loud winter. <laughs> I think that I think this is good. I think this is I think this is where we leave off now. I think so. Yeah. It felt really good to talk to you, Mark. When I was coming back, I was like, I want to have that first podcast back in with Mark. Cuz I just feel I'm like honored. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm looking oh, forward to Oh. Oh, please. Oh, come on. You're welcome. So, <laughs> we are when, what, when are we putting this out next week? Yeah, we're putting yeah. this out next week. And then are you good to go weekly from there on out, or how do you want to go? Yeah, I'm going to say after that, it will be weekly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, after this this episode, the next one after this is going to be a really cool episode that I did with Megan Smith over the summer. And it's a shorter than usual episode. It had to stay at 30 minutes, but it was, I really liked that one. So I'm looking forward to putting that out for all of your ear, ear holes. Ear holes. Awesome. Well, yeah, plenty of uh, fun stuff in the future. A yeah. few surprises yeah. lined up and we're excited for this season. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited. And I can't wait. Like Mark's been killing it. He's got this really great studio that's looking spectacular and feeling really good. Six floors up, we can still hear the traffic. Yep. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, that's great. We're a little closer to the airplanes. Are we? Hear those? I have no idea. Oh, when the helicopter goes across the harbor. Oh, yeah. You can hear the faint hum of the router. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. City life. It's so beautiful. It's really fun dealing with it in post. Yeah. You know what? It's downtown. We're downtown. We're downtown. We got the view. Yeah. It's good. Those are the sounds of the view. <laughs> those are the sounds of the view. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sticking with me and being patient as um, as we've been as I've been working through this and giving basically zero heads up of anything that's been going on. I think that all of you have shown, even with some of the messages that I've been getting while I've been silent, you've shown enormous support and just proven that you are incredible people. And I feel honored to have you as my listeners. So thank you. And um, just know that wherever you are, Mark and I are sitting here loving you. How about that new theme song? Oh my goodness! I know, right? It's amazing. You guys nailed it. <laughs> Have a great morning, evening, afternoon, night. We'll be talking to you soon.